Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to another episode of the Single Women's Society. You know the drill. Come on in and take a seat. I am going to share a little bit of my heart with all of you today. I was talking to a peer of mine and she said, why don't you share more of your story? And I think that there's a delicate balance that I have to make when it comes to the show and talking about you because I want to talk about you. I want to talk about I want to talk about topics and talk about techniques and tools that you can use as the confident woman that you are to put into your dating life so that ultimately you can find the partnership that you've always wanted. But I thought I would combine kind of the best of both worlds. So I'm I'm going to talk about online dating, but I'm going to talk to you about my own experience with online dating in the mix of all of that. (laughs) But before I go into all of that, if you are listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow night, so this is released, this will be released on the 26th of August, I believe. So tomorrow night, my free workshop how to X-proof your life, where we talk about X's of the past and what you can do as if you're, if an X is a thing for you or friends with benefits, there's those two, what you can do about those relationships and what you can do in your daily dating life to prevent you from dating your future X's. So I help you set the foundation when it comes to even selecting who you decide to date for the, that very first date. And it's completely for free. So if you're around tomorrow night, I hope you'll join me. So tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, I'll make sure and put the link in the show notes, but you can go to singlewomensociety.com and up at the top, it says free workshop. And I have to tell you, I don't know when I'm going to offer another free workshop again because things are changing and um, there's a lot of things and a lot of changes that are going to be happening over at the Single Women's Society like we're getting a location, which I, if you have been following me on Instagram, I'm sure that you've been seeing it in my story. So I've been really excited. I'm working on creating a location for single women's society. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of changes that are coming. So please make sure if you are around tomorrow night, please make sure and join us again, go to singlewomensociety.com. Just stop this. Just stop the show right now. <laughs> Bring out your phone, go to singlewomensociety.com and click at the top where it says free workshop. You have nothing to lose but an hour of your time and spend some time with me live, live. We just spend time together. Okay. So now I have that out of the way. We're going to talk about online dating and a lot of other dating coaches or love coaches, relationship coaches will tell you that the best way to meet someone is in person and, or through a mutual friend or set up through a mutual friend. And it's, they're, they're not wrong. In fact, two thirds of relationships do happen in real life. But I think that let's just acknowledge the climate that we're in right now. We are going through another surge. So this is, this is being taped August of 2021. So we are kind of going through another surge. We know that vaccinations are a thing where on your online dating profile, it says whether or not you're vaccinated. So I think more people are gravitating towards online dating because in a way they feel it's safer than meeting in person right now. 
Because when you're meeting people in public and you don't really know who they are, you don't know whether or not they're vaccinated. You don't know. You just don't know, right? So I think with online dating, you have a, a more of a greater understanding of who these people are and it can feel a little bit safer. I'm going to go into all of that in just a moment. But online dating, so when I was doing my research, there was a Stanford sociologist back in August of 2019 that did did a study. His name was Michael Rosenfield and did a study on how many relationships, now this is 2019, granted this was two years ago, and how many relationships were, are started online. And the percentage was 39%. So 39% of relationships they found each other online. Now, I can't testify if those relationships are still working, if they're still together long term, right? So we know that we know that at the time that he made that study that we know that 39% of the people that he re- that he researched and that he asked questions that those people found each other online. There is also some additional research out there Now, granted, you have to consider the source, right? So when it's dating apps that are doing the research, you're kind of like, okay, (laughs) of course you're going to say, come here and join. Uh, But I think that it's, there were a couple of different sources that I saw that people who meet online are less likely to get divorced. Now, the divorce rate is declining because people are waiting to get married. So again, there's all these factors at play, right? But I think online dating, this could probably be an entire series that I will cover at some point in time, but I have yet to cover online dating here on our show at Single Women's Society. So I'm going to talk about it with you today. So my partner and I, Brian, met online. And even back then, so I'm going to go back even farther than that. I online dated on and off for eight years, <laughs> eight years because of several different reasons, but I'm going to name just a few single mom. So when you're a single mom, you're pretty much working and kids and working and kids. So sometimes the best way to meet someone without having to physically go and meet somebody is online. Number two, I had moved to the state of Iowa and I didn't know a lot of people. I didn't grow up here. I didn't go to high school here. I didn't go to college here. So I didn't have the means of meeting people, friends through friends. The only friends that I had really were those that I worked with and the majority of them were married anyway because because I'm in the Midwest, right? And the third was I felt that with online dating at the time, it gave me more of power of who I, who I spoke to and who I didn't. So to me, I felt like it was more of a controlled environment for me at that time. Now, everyone has their own reasons why they go where why why they start online dating. My clients, especially my clients that are in the Peacock Room, which by the way, enrollment starts October 1st for the Peacock Room, so stay tuned to that. It's not open, but the women that are currently in the Peacock Room, I'm helping them navigate through online dating and communicating with uh, potential partners, and I think that everyone should try it. Some dating coaches say no, don't. 
but I met my partner through online dating, but I, there was a lot, (laughs) a lot of trial and error. In fact, all of my relationships, so I had three relationships between the time of my divorce, which was final in 2009, to the time that I met Brian, which was 2014. Now, I online dated through my divorce. So I actually started online dating in 2007, and then I found Brian in 2014. So how, wait, how long is that? Four? That's what, seven years? So maybe it's not eight years, seven, eight, nine, ten. Sorry. One, two, three, four. Okay, seven years. Seven years of online dating. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So I, my relationships, I had two boyfriends before I met Brian and each of those relationships I met online. So I didn't meet, I didn't have a relationship with anyone that I met in person. So you can see why I'm an advocate for going online. Cause I think it, again, I don't think it's right for me as a coach to say, don't online date or don't meet people in person. Again, I think that every story is different. Every person's life is different. Every need is different. And so ultimately, if you are my client, it is up to you on whether or not you decide you want to online date or not. Completely up to you. But I, so my story is I decided to completely stop dating. So I, my last relationship before Brian, it was only about six months. And after that relationship ended, I took a a huge step back on my own life and, and said, okay, this isn't working for me and I'm not enjoying this. And I need to take, I needed to take a break and I needed to focus my time and my energy on myself because one of the things that I realized at that point in time in my life was that I didn't really take the time to spend time on myself, to invest in myself, to discover who I was. Now, to give you a little bit of frame of reference, if you've listened to my other episodes, especially the one that talks about dating after divorce, I was in a relationship as I was going through my divorce. So I never took the time and the energy to stop and to invest in myself. So after the second failed relationship, after my divorce, I decided to take a huge step back and go, okay, the common denominator is me. I need to uh, take a step back, figure out what I'm doing with my life, focus on me and my interests and what it is that I want to do. So fast forward, totally took a break from dating Maybe went on a few dates here and there, but nothing of, I wasn't serious about it. In fact, I didn't really, at that time, even if love probably crossed my path, I probably wouldn't have even seen it because I was so, I was so occupied with my own life and building myself and realizing what it is that I wanted in my life. And in that time period is when I started my storefront business So if I never took that step back to invest in myself, to figure out what it is that I wanted in life, I would have never started the business, which would have never brought me here to this point in time. Now, the reason why I mention all of this is because I felt complete, meaning 
I felt really good about my business. My business was taking off. I felt really good about who I was as a woman. I was feeling good in my own skin. I had, uh, I was confident in who I was. My children were doing amazing in school. And I just felt that I was just at that prime time where I could start dating again. And after all, all, everything that I learned from those years of online dating, I took those tools and I implemented them into a dating profile. And I created one profile on one website, which was for free, by the way. And I only spoke to one person and I took it very seriously and with intent. And I spoke to only one person who was Brian and went on one date, which was Brian. And within the first three dates, my profile was down and that, and I was done. And here we are seven years later. So I wanted to tell you this because there was so much in those seven years that I learned about online dating. And so I thought, because it does has a, it does have a stigma and it isn't for everyone. And if you were to come to me to help you navigate through dating, I would I would say ultimately it's up to you on whether or not you decide to online date. Do I think everyone should try it? Probably. Again, I hate to be gray about it, but I just feel like love is one of those things where it's not black and white. There's a lot, there's a lot that's involved. There's your previous history. It's whether or not you've, you've done the work, whether or not you've been to therapy, whether, you know, what is your attachment style? What is it exactly that you're looking for? There's so many components that go into this that it's, I'm not going to tell you yes or no. That is the decision that you have to make for yourself. But I do want to share with you the things that I have learned, that I learned about online dating that I'm hoping that as you're listening to this episode, that it will help you if you decide to take the jump and create that online profile, that this will help you to kind of navigate and, and figure out what exactly are you doing with, with online dating and anyway, I'm just going to go ahead and just start. So get out a piece of paper. (laughs) and a pen and let's, let's get started. Okay. So number one, I have my list here. There is the difference between paid online dating and free online dating. Now I know things have, have jumped leaps and bounds since I've been with Brian for seven years. I know that things have changed, but not changed enough. So the different, here is my, here is my advice between paying and for free. You pay, I know that there's greater perks. I know that you have, you're able to unlock certain things depending on certain websites. If you're going to pay for the service, I want you to think about it, that you're paying it for yourself. Now, here's one thing that I've been teaching women for years, and I'm going to, and I'm going to just kind of remind you in order to take things seriously, we invested them by financially. We do. This is why I'm not going to offer my free workshop anymore. This will be the last time because you have to have skin in the game in order to take it seriously. If you are going to hop online just to grab attention, to feed the ego, then yeah, you're not going to pay for it. Hop on the free site. But if you really kind of want to take this seriously where you're like, no, I'm going to invest in this, 
I'm going to invest my time in this, then pay for it. Because here's the thing, your time is valuable. When you pay for something, you say, my time is valuable. When you don't pay for something, there's a, there's, there isn't a boundary that's set in place. So you'll be more open to spending more time and energy on something because you haven't, you don't have skin in the game. You're going to be more selective if you're paying for it because you're like, "Mm, I'm paying for it. So I'm going to be more selective on how I'm going to select or swipe right or swipe left or whatever the case may be and how I'm going to talk to a potential partner. Okay. So that's number one. So the paid service is for you. It's not for them. If you don't want to pay for it, you don't have to pay for it. Again, your choice, completely up to you. My clients in the Peacock room, those that have, uh, those that are online dating, they're paying for the service because they're taking it seriously. Okay. Enough said about that. Okay. Number two, when you're online dating, small talk one day, (laughs) Do not communicate or, inv- again, one of these, the, the ongoing theme I think through all of this is that since it's so accessible, these people are so accessible, they are so accessible and they're literally in the palm of your hand with your phone, your time is super valuable. Why? Why would you do small talk on an app for three to four weeks? just back and forth, just to have attention. Absolutely. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So do not do small talk. Maybe for a day, maybe. Here's the thing. If you have a, if you have a profile that you're truly interested in, the small talk wouldn't necessarily be a thing. You're not, you're not going to be like, Hey, how's your day? You're going to be like, Hey, I noticed that you play disc Frisbee. Is that a thing? Frisbee, disc Frisbee. I know that's so wrong. Oh, my son's going to correct me because my son plays this. I don't, you know what I'm saying though, right? When I say that, oh, you play this sport. Tell me more about it. Or where do you do it? Like you're going to ask them sincere questions about their profile. You're not going to, you're not going to do the small talk where you're like, Hey, how about this weather? Hey, wasn't it hot today? Hey, how was your day? Don't do that. I mean, yes, do it, but only do it for a day and you got to move them off the app. Like if you're serious about them and you want to talk about them, only do the small talk through the app through a day or two and you move them off. Because other than that, then they're not serious. They're not serious and you're not serious. If you are on there to really, truly meet someone, and this is speaking from someone who had three relationships online, from online, if you are truly wanting to speak to someone, you will move them off the app because that tells them that you're more serious about them. Okay. That's two. Number three, one of the things that I learned about profile when you're swiping right or left, only swipe on the ones that you really have an interest in. I've seen all of these like TikToks and reels and like people just swipe, 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 swiping, like even like closing their eyes. Okay. Are there people like that online dating that exist? Yes, there is. There's all kinds of people. There's married people. There's people looking for a third person for a relationship. There's it there. The spectrum is far and wide when it comes to online dating. But if you know exactly what you're looking for, swipe right with intent. 
And not only that, but when you look at their profile and you go to go, hmm, do I swipe right or left? Is this person a match? Think to yourself, think to yourself, is this person someone that I want to hang out with? Like, could I consider this person as a friend? Is their profile interesting enough to me to where I want to know more about them? Which leads into number four, warning sign, red flag, whatever you want to call it. Reason number four, if they don't put any effort in their profile, move along because that's going to show what kind of effort they're going to put into communication with you. Again, if you're online dating to find someone, to find a relationship, then you, again, need to put investment, put time and energy into your profile, and you're going to want the same, right? You're going to want the same. You want the same for yourself. You're going to show up as they're going to show up and vice versa. They're going to show up how you're going to show up. So if you've put time and energy in your profile, which I know you have, I know you have. Also, you wouldn't be listening to the show. <laughs> you wouldn't be here. If this wasn't a thing, you wouldn't be here, right? So if they don't have a lot of information or if they have ask me, ask me anything, no, you're not here to ask them anything. You're here to ask them questions about their profile. And if they don't have anything on their profile, it's a big red flag. It can mean a mul- multiple of different things, but you're just going to kind of you're just going to kind of move right along. There's one thing. Um, okay. So the next thing that I'm going to tell you is that people do lie on their profiles. And that is something you have to accept when you, when you commit to online dating, because just like with everything else on social media, just like with everything else with Facebook and Instagram and YouTube and all of the different places, people lie. They're going to put their highlight reel out on their online profile. And sometimes they're going to elaborate and sometimes they're going to lie about stuff. You just have to accept that. You have to accept that. You have to be strong enough in yourself, confident enough in yourself that if something like that happens and be vulnerable enough in yourself to know that if something like that happens, that you're, if you find out that there's a lie, that you're strong enough to move on from that. So the way I always used to look at it was that people lie in real life too. Like I could meet someone anywhere and they could lie right to my face and I wouldn't even know, right? So don't, I would say, don't let that, don't that be a deterrent for you to create that online profile and to start online dating. The last thing I want to mention to you is depending on who you ask, online dating could be a numbers game. And I've heard from several different women in my community that, that the advice that they've been given is that the more you date, the more likely you are to find your person. In fact, she knows who she is. Her and I, um, good friend of mine, her and I, we do virtual cocktails and she was telling me about a friend of hers who actually kept a spreadsheet (laughs) of everyone that she had been on a date with. Now, Again, it's up to you, but there's a couple things I want to remind you. Your time and your energy is so valuable. 
If you feel that number that dating is a numbers game, or you feel like you have to date multiple people in order to find the person that you have to kind of like go through it like a roller, like a roller decks, right? Rolodex, Rolodex. I think I'm saying that right. And you're just kind of going through hoping to like eventually find the person that's fine, but you have to be willing to sacrifice a lot of your time and energy to that. And I used to be that. I was. Uh, when I first truly started online dating, when I was done with that, when my first relationship ended, when my divorce was final and then divorce ended and then six months later that relationship ended, I was a serial dater. I would line them up like every lunch hour during the week. And I, and I, and I found out very, very, very quickly that that is not, that was not the game for me. I was not, it was not about quantity for me. It was about quality. And I guess you have to decide that. As a coach, I would advise you that it's not a numbers game. I would advise you to date with intent. I would advise you as the confident woman that you are, that your time is valuable and your energy is valuable and to be very selective on who you decide to date. But again, it's your decision. I don't feel it's a numbers game because I tried it. It didn't work for me, but just because it didn't work for me, maybe it'll work for you. So that is my final thought of online dating. So I would love to hear from you. I know that online dating is either you're in or you're out, or maybe you're in between, but hopefully after listening to this episode, hopefully maybe it changed your mind. Maybe you'll give it a try especially now where it seems to be a little bit safer to where you can start online dating and then possibly move into FaceTime, which that's one of the things that I tell my clients to do is to move into phone and FaceTime, then hopefully maybe meet face to face. I, I am a believer in online dating, but of course my partner, I met him online and I, I know this, I would have never met him any other way. I wouldn't have. Our paths probably would have never crossed. And so I'm grateful that I joined that app. I'm grateful that when he reached out to me that I talked to him. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all of that. Also, it wouldn't have led me to where I'm here with you today to tell you to not be scared and to give it a try when it comes to online dating. And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I want to online date, but I need support. Well, that's what I'm here for. If you are interested in either the Peacock Room or my one-on-one coaching, I offer six-month and one-year packages. If you're interested in, this is one of the things that I help my clients kind of navigate and figure out. Go to the website, singlewomensociety.com, and up at the top it says Panther Room, and you sign up for a free 20-minute call, and we just sit and chat of where you're at in your dating life. Where are you at when it comes to finding love, and how is it that I can help you, and how I can help you kind of put these puzzle pieces together. All right, there's my deep breath. This was a little bit of a longer episode, but online dating, my gosh, I can t- I can just kind of pull these things apart, couldn't I? And um, we can talk about it all day. But I'm so, I, I'm glad that I brought this subject to your heart and into your ears. And of, of course, I would love to hear from you. Take, will you do me a favor as you're listening to the episode? Will you share this and put this in, t- in Instagram or Facebook and tag me? Because I would love to know if maybe this changed your mind when it came to online dating. Maybe what you learned 
learned from this episode because I would be absolutely honored. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. And if you've been watching on YouTube, do you like my curly hair? So this curly hair is natural and I haven't done it in a really long time, but I'm kind of digging the vibe today. So if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Please make sure to like, subscribe and follow and click the little bell. So every time we have an, up, an episode that's uploaded that you're the first to know. And if you're listening on Spotify and iTunes, I would love it if you would subscribe and you would share this episode and share this podcast with your single friends. And of course, please make sure to rate and review if you're listening on iTunes because this is how other women can find us. And if you're over on Instagram or Facebook, come and follow us at Cat Cantrill, C-A-T-C-A-N-T-R-I-L-L. If I can help you in any way, please make sure and contact me. You can always contact me directly, cat at singlewomensociety.com. And remember, my love, true love is waiting for you, and I will see you next time. Bye.